Cherry is presented by the writers and illustrators of the future. They've been providing a means for new and budding writers to have a chance for the creative efforts to be seen and acknowledged. Welcome to Chatting with Sherry. Today we welcome Writers of the Future winner F.J. Bergman. She wrote a catalog of the Future Sun, a dystopian collection of Curse Contact. She also won the 2017 Golden Line Press Poetry Chapbook Contest and the 2018 Science Fiction Poetry Association 8th Chapman Award. She's also an um, editor for several publications and uh, she's the winner for the Writers of the Future. Now, this is a recorded conversation, so please don't call in. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you. And hello to you, Sherry. Hi. Um, how's everything in your end of the world? I'm not sure where you are. but <laughs> Well, I'm not sick as far as I know. No one I know is sick. Uh, and my husband and I have been pretty much holed up at home for months and months and months. Yeah. We, we do go out for walks, and I have a horse, and I do barn work to pay off his board, so we do go out there pretty regularly. How's the weather? Sorry, the what? The weather there? Uh, the weather right now is, is really pleasant. Uh, for quite a bit of the past couple of months, it's been extremely hot. I'm glad to uh, have that be over, hopefully. Yeah, we've had humidity, so uh, like a hundred and something plus heat, you know, just not pleasant. Oh, yeah. Um, why don't you uh, tell the audience a little bit about yourself? How, how did you become a writer? Well, I've read science fiction um, most of my life. Um, I started reading science fiction in, in middle school and it never stopped. And um, I started writing poetry in 1998 and then I started eventually writing fiction and I, I was drawn to science fiction themes uh, and fantasy uh, more than anything else. In recent years I've been doing work for several horror presses. Um, I do uh, proofreading, editing, book design and layout and I've gradually become a little more interested in horror as well, but I'm I'm still writing almost 100% genre work, speculative work. And um, what's the name of the magazine? I'm sorry? What is the name of the magazine? You said uh, you were working for press, mag uh, or is it books? Books. 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 Presses. I I do um, I edit poetry for, for two magazines as it happens. I I edit poetry for Mobius, the Journal of Social Change, and I'm also um, 
for the second time, uh, temporarily this time we hope, uh, the editor for Starline, which is the Journal of the Science Fiction and Fantasy Poetry Association, which you can find at sfpoetry.com. sfpoetry.com, sorry about that. And um, the presses that I work for, uh, I'm the managing editor of Mad Hat Press, which publishes mainly contemporary poetry and um, uh, short fiction and poetics. And I also do work for Dark Regions Press and Weird House Press at the moment. And those two are our horror publishers. So, but you write science fiction, but you edit horror. Is that like your other interests or and do you write horror too? I just kind of fell into the horror jobs. I had volunteered to proofread um, at one journal that had published me and then they recommended me to a horror publisher that was looking for a proofreader and things just kind of escalated from there. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so, um, how did you find out about the um, Writers of the Future contest? Well, it's pretty well known in science fiction um, writing circles. Um, I see, I would see ads for it every now and then. And um, I actually have been entering occasionally, somewhat regularly in fact, for about uh, 15 years. I had been, I had been a, a semi-finalist a few times, but this time I ended up being one of the quarter winners, so I'm, I'm very pleased about that. And um, um, I get confused because they have the quarterly. Which, um, which uh, book are you in? Um, I am in... I have it right here. One moment. <laughs> I'm in volume 36. Did you read the whole title so they have so people know what it is? <laughs> read the whole title of it. <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future, Volume 36: The Sci-Fi and Fantasy of Tomorrow. Selected by Masters of Today. Yay! So, <laughs> did you get? I, I know that they had an online thing because they couldn't do it in person. Did you get to do that? Did you get to do any of the workshops? Yeah, yeah. We had a nice little a little Zoom meeting, and you know, kind of got to meet uh, a few of the other um, writers and the illustrators and it and. As it happens, the first place winner for my quarter, Andy Dibble, also lives in Madison, Wisconsin, and he joined uh, a writing group I'm in that gets together via Zoom once a week to write. Hmm. So you got to meet one of them. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's been just great. And um, did you meet... Uh, you said some of the illustrators. Did you meet your illustrator when you were on the Zoom? Well, just um, you know, just hearing them talk about the work—that was all. It was—it was a pretty brief 
brief um, brief chat with 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 each of the people who showed up. And since there were twenty four of us, um, there wasn't a lot of time. What but it you, was. What do you think of the very, illustration? Oh, I liked it. Um, you know, it definitely showed that they had that they had read the story, which is which is always nice. Um, my my pet peeve is, is stories where the the or illustrations where the the artist has apparently been given a summary of the book and or a story and misinterpreted it. And in this case. I gather that they were all given the complete stories, so the work's very nice. And um, so, did you? When did you get the book? How long ago? Um, I've had it almost three months now. A nice box of of beautiful paperbacks came in the mail. Um, it, it, I can't recommend the, the contest highly enough. Um, I'm more than anything. I'm looking forward to the workshop in LA, which is being postponed by a year, but should still take place next April. Um, I think that's going to be just wonderful. And and as it happens, I know two other people who won and went to the workshop who were very impressed. But I got, so far I've been paid a total of over $1,300 in, uh, in prize money and um, payment for publication. Um, the, this, this huge box of books that came and other promotional materials and all the, the stuff they've done online, the, the, the Zoom readings. And and so forth. Uh, I I think it's probably the highest paid publication in the world for science fiction and fantasy. And when did you um, did you did, did you get to sign books and send them out, or is that going to be waiting until next year? Or is it like the box going to sit there until next year until you can do it? Well, I I sent in signed book plates. So I'm not quite sure when that's going to happen. And we're hoping that a couple of, of local um, bookstores will will carry the books. And um, on a private subject, what do you like to read? Do you read? I mean, I mean, I know you probably read, but do you, uh, do you read for pleasure? Oh, yes. The, I, I don't think anyone can write seriously unless they read for pleasure and read voraciously and read in the genre in which they're they're writing. So do you have a favorite I, I, author? Many. Um, many, many. I, I mean, uh, I have to admit, I have about 7,000 books in my very small apartment and probably at least three quarters of them are science fiction and fantasy. That's and I have read most of them. That's a lot of books in the little apartment. <laughs> yeah. But 
but it, it's, it's very important to keep on reading and to have an idea of what's, what's been published because if you're not familiar with the field, you can come up with an idea that in fact ha is pretty obvious and has been done over and over again. And it's important, I think, to do work that that is original, that's unusual in some way. Of course, one can't read anything. I, I was really disappointed um, a few years ago to realize that a story that I had written and been submitting um, to various publications uh, was very, very similar to one of Stephen King's, which I had never read, but um, I, w I was really worried that it was similar to the point that it might seem like plagiarism. Wow. I finally called around and realized that, in fact, it was different enough that it, even if an editor assumed that it had been inspired by the, the King's story, it was still... Um, enough of a twist um, to um, to legitimize it but it, it's it's uh, a bit discombobulating to be in that position well, <laughs> unexpectedly it's really funny because if you think about it there's thousands and thousands of people who write and there's been authors that are classic authors and there are authors that are um, you know from all different walks of life so it's really impossible to read everything <laughs> right so you and people come up with the same ideas you know because uh, stories are based on mostly the same kind of ideas so you can't really call it plagiarism if you guys have the same idea and you never read each other and you're from different worlds. <laughs> right. So you're safe. <laughs> I try to do things that are, uh, that, that are unusual to, to maybe bring two standard ideas together in a way that no one's ever tried before or, or, or even to write something genuinely new. That's true. I, I write a lot of poetry as well, and it's a little bit easier in poetry because you kind of, you just need to suggest the idea rather than fleshing out the entire narrative fully. So, do you, um, you, so you write poetry, is it like a certain style? What kind of poetry do you write? Um, I write a, a lot of different types of poetry. I mean, the, 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 the subject is generally speculative, but I've, I've written formal verse. I've, I've written rhyming sonnets. I've written, you know, some long pieces in blank verse. Um, Apex a few years ago published um, a lengthy blank verse piece. Uh, called a woman of a certain age, which was um, about uh, an immortal vampire or lamia, I guess you'd call her. 
And do you have, um, are you working on any books now or any, any stories now? All the time. <laughs> I have, right now I have five unfinished novels and probably a hundred or so unfinished short stories as well as finished stories that I'm, I'm sending out. Can you tell us a little bit about any of the stories that uh, are finished that you're sending out that give a clue? You don't have to give it all away, just a little hint. Well, one is about uh, someone who's gotten stuck with judging a flower show in Hades. That's interesting. <laughs> um, there's there's uh, one about uh, a man, uh, a widower, who decides to um, try a dating service, only it turns out that what he misses most about his wife is uh, how critical she was of him. That is weird. Okay. What a strange person. <laughs> and... This one was inspired by by someone who, um, and this is pro probably an ecological disaster in the making, um, sent uh, purple coneflower seeds to a friend of his in Kabul, Afghanistan. And I understand that the entire West side of Kabul now has those things everywhere, and they are not native, and they're having a lot of difficulty in eradicating them. I mean, they probably have many more important things to worry about, but I um, wrote a story about a child who gets an alien pen pal and decides to send them coneflower seeds. What, what damage does it do, the flower? Um, it doesn't really do anything, but whenever you have um, a non-native organism, plant or animal, that, that proliferates wildly, it can drive out um, the native species, and that tends to be a disaster. Yeah, I can see that. Especially if it has nothing that like goes after it, you know, no no uh, birds or or any kind of thing that goes after it. I can, I mean, yeah. Right. If there's nothing there that eats it, then you end up in a lot of trouble. Like like with with rabbits in Australia, and oh, the, unfortunately there are there are countless examples all all over the planet of things that have gone rather badly. Yeah, we're kind of stupid about that kind of thing, people. <laughs> we just kind of poison our, our own planet a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're coming to the end. Uh, do you have a website? I do. It's remarkably out of date. Um, I, I am embarrassed to say it, but I think I, I have not remembered to put up the the writers of the future when on that site uh, which I'm glad you're reminding me about 
It's just fjbergman.com. It's 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 just the the my name, the name I write under. So it's it's, it's all smushed together, though, right? It's what? It's all smushed together. There's no periods yeah. or anything. It's all it's all smushed together. It's very out of date, but it's got you know some fun things on it here and there. And uh, do you have any social media? Yes, I'm on I'm on Facebook and Twitter. I think on, on Facebook it's Fjord Bergman, due to some difficulties with with the name, and on Twitter it's it's again fjbergman.com Bergman with a double N. And do you have anything that is coming up, like uh, virtual readings or um, Zoom talks that people could come and listen to? We're doing. Um, I'm doing a reading in September with on Zoom with Goldline Press. Uh, I won their um, poetry chat book competition in 2017 with uh, a science fiction poetry chat book called A Catalog of the Further Suns, uh, which is kind of satisfying because they are not a speculative press. They're a mainstream university press. And I remember that the judge actually put WTF in her comments, but she placed my book first anyway. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. It, that's funny. That that actually, you got that. That they, it was in your notes. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's in the blurb on the back of the book. WTF? I've never seen that before. I, I I'm very proud of it. In fact, that is hilarious. Um, so I want to thank you for coming on the show. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Well, thanks so much for having me, Sherry. I really appreciate this. Thank you, and thank you for chatting, Sherry. <laughs>